true. It's I Shoot LA, a podcast for the LA fashion industry. I'm Lucas Passmore, and in today's episode, Shouse is in the house! God, I've been waiting forever for a real reason to say that. A small Midwestern boy makes good in the big city, and he's here to tell us all about his unique path from a one-stoplight town all the way to Los Angeles. That's right, we got Matt Shouse in the house. I just said that, didn't I? 19 seconds into the intro, and I'm already using recycled materials. God, I'm such a hack. Anyway, I've known Matt for several years now, and never really knew his whole story. From film school student and aspiring DP to photo assist, and now, for the last several years, full-on-fledged fashion photographer whose clients include Sad Active, Skims, Wolven, With Feast, and Garage Clothing, just to name a few. And I really mean that, like, this kid just works a ton. Matt's work ethic and hustler mentality is exemplary, and as you'll hear in our discussion today, a necessity if you're going to really have a go at this thing called the fashion industry. Matt also talks about his time as a photo assist to Jared Kochka, one of our buddies who's now based in NYC, but you know, like, we won't hold that against him forever, as well as how Matt knew it was time to break out on his own. In Questions Corner, is paid model testing a thing anymore? And what is the most important piece of advice for photographers looking to start in Los Angeles in 2022? And... Matt's answer might surprise you with its brilliant simplicity. Crew, I realize we've had a lot of photographers in the lineup so far, and spoilers, our next two episodes will be photographers as well, but we have plenty of other people in other positions in the industry slated to come in. It's just really about their schedules being pushed out a bit further, so just know a lot more alternative and different points of view will be featured soon. It's just like, you know, like Shintani and I obviously know a ton of photographers, so we're just burning through that list in the meantime. But for now, Lean back a little and make sure to get a great picture of your legs stretched out towards that pool to post to Instagram later. And enjoy this episode of I Shoot LA. <laughs> <laughs> well, the listeners should should be aware we're, um, we're, we're, we're we have an alcohol problem. Yeah, yeah, I, I think so. Fine. Yeah, it's you know. fine. It's fine. Well, it's not it's a fine. problem. It's just we drink it's alcohol. <laughs> it's yeah. Not. Who said it was a problem? Yeah. I shoot LA, indeed. I'm just happy I got like a. a Direct deposit drop today. I was yes. I was stressed. And did you, know? you did you put that directly tr- into Coinbase and start buying up Solana and uh, no? I, I cleared all the credit I was owed. <laughs> I, I owe right now because uh, I um you know you know how fashion brands go and they they like to pay you real real on time. <clears throat> yeah yeah sure. And, they, uh, they would do net three twenty five if they could. So that was I was literally talking to Bing about it because I was like I, I was behind on. Sending out some speaking voice. Shout out to Bing. Uh, Hi, Bing Putney. <laughs> he was upset he didn't get his freaking shout out last time. Jesus he was with Christ. me for four days, and I was like, and the funniest part was we were talking about the whole shout out thing. And after that, uh, I was reviewing Kim's, and I was like, mm. oh, we forgot to shout you out again. My bad, dude. <laughs> Hi, Bing. Jesus. Who, who is Bing? He's uh helped us out. He was like he was assistant. my assistant in, in Miami. He just he, just, he didn't come to dinner with us though. Oh, he's a first. He first for you? He's like a good Digitech, great assistant. Yeah, if you need like a solid Digitech. Cool. He's like LA based. LA based, yeah. LA based. Hey guys, welcome to I Shoot LA. My name's Lucas. I am a commercial (laughs) fashion photographer here in our city of angels. Sitting across from me is one Christian Tani. That's semi racist. Oh, wait, no. Today is one and a half Asians. One and a half Asians. And one and a half white people. That's very true. <laughs> yes, a, a, a silent partner is Kelly. I don't know your last name yet. Casey. K- Casey? Kelly Casey. Wow, what a great power name. Damn. Kelly Wait, Casey. What's your mix? Chinese-Irish. Ah, well, I'm uh, Filipino. Well, then it's still just two. Well, now it's, what, 
two and two. Yeah, two and yeah, two. We're two. We're, we, we together are one now Asian. Now it's just two yeah. Asians and two and then, white then, people. And to my right, <laughs> to my right, not to be uh, not to be overlooked <laughs> by any means, our favorite ginger, the man himself. It's Matt Chouse, everybody. Happy to be here. <laughs> it's a real, it's a real studio audience. Matt, um, I have not seen you since uh, a couple weeks ago. Matt was shooting a job you in Miami. You saw him a couple. Oh, yeah, Matt Miami. was shooting a job in Miami the same yeah. time I was, and I saw your Instagram because I'm still, I, I'm the kids. I keep up with the kids You're on active. Instagram. You know, I am the kids. I, I saw, you, were, you are the kids. You are the kids, the kids. though. How old yeah. are you? You're like you're like not even thirty. Twenty-seven. Jesus Christ. Oh my God. Uh, I still I, I didn't buy a camera until I was thirty, so I still hadn't even bought a camera yet by your age, and wouldn't for another three years if, if my math is correct. Well, I still got to catch up with you. Yeah, so. I think I think you're way beyond me by now, friend. Uh, but Matt and I ran into each other. I um, agree. In Miami, we shared a, a nice <laughs> meal at a very crappy restaurant. Where'd you guys go? Uh, somewhere on Ocean Drive. It oh. was terrible. It'd be like going out on. It'd be like going to Sunset. You guys didn't go to what do you call it? No, we Havana, went to the what's Havana. it called? The Clevelander. Oh yeah, we went to the we, Clevelander. We as well. started the Clevelander. Oh. I was like, and I was literally like, what are we doing here? Yeah, it, you the drink drinks there. were terrible. Yeah, Everything were. was terrible. Wait, yeah. were you guys getting cocktails? Uh, the Clevelander is like the Saddle Ranch here. Yeah. In LA, like you just get. Shots. I went there, like I went there ironically. Oh, so. I had like a five a.m. flight or six a.m. Oh, the next yeah. day, so that was to... my last night. And I was not trying to get like that turned. <laughs> oh. They were trying to get real. You should have just went yeah. to eleven. What's that? Eleven o'clock. It's a club. That's the strip club 11? with all the the multi level. It's a club. <laughs> oh, it's not. It's a okay. club with burlesque dancers wow. that are in it, but okay. it's a club that you can stay forever. <laughs> you could just move it. It's great. The, the, the rent is twenty dollars a song, <laughs> indefinitely. <laughs> That's awesome. But they have great cocktails there. Well, <laughs> amongst other things, it sounds yeah. like. Matt, I uh, tell us about tell us about your Miami job. Um, what 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 did you shoot, and who did you shoot for? If you don't want to name drop, it's fine. But um, how was your experience? You have a good time. Um, uh, yeah, Miami was nice. The the light there. The lights it great. like works better yeah. than LA for beach. Oh. There's never a cloud in the sky except literally today. I, I thought it's like the most beautiful yeah. peninsula of like shooting. Right. I mean, like you're like as close to I feel like Mexican sun as possible. Like, yeah. like yeah. my favorite is shooting in like the Caribbean or Mexico, just because you're so far mm-hmm. south. Like the sun's just lower, it's mm-hmm. softer, yeah. but yeah. like just beautiful. Well, it's just yeah. opposite. Like in the evening, it's 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 dropping, and yeah. like at least at that time of the year when I was there, like your subject is here, and the light is catching your subject and the ocean. Opposed yeah. to LA, it's the opposite, where Correct. you're backlit yeah. for sunset, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, but uh, no, I was shooting for a Canadian brand called Garage Clothing. Nice. Um, cool. And we were doing two days there. One day was full swim, and then the other day was like streetwear with like three models. Um, so okay. it's more like Miami city vibes. Yeah. But still South Beach, like very close. It's like a Matt Shouse direction. <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. And I actually shared a model too. Uh, one of the girls you shot from your job, she jumped right onto my job and um, you pointed that out to me. I forgot her name already, but uh, she looks exactly, exactly like Miranda Kerr, except Jordan. Yeah. Jordan, yeah. I'm yeah. oh, so sorry. Jordan, Uh-oh. she's not listening. Who cares? Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. We exactly. have three no, listeners. No, listening. No, we have girls listening to Matt, my shootout. Matt doesn't well, even listen to this, so it's fine. <laughs> yeah, apparently she can't even Matt. <laughs> Good lord. I have no comeback for that whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, um, other than, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. We just thought we were hanging out and drinking. Yeah, so, exactly. You know, I just, we just plugged him in with a mic and we're yeah. like, hey, As I was up? walking down here, I was like, I did not prepare. I don't know how serious this we is going to be. We don't even prepare for this. Uh, Matt, now, since we have you, um, I want you to push this uh, invisible button right here. If you could push that button right there. Right, right, it's right here. Go ahead, go ahead and push it. 
Ooh, we're going into the Wayback Machine, Matt. Tell, take us back. <laughs> Kelly, just so you know, I played a hilarious sound drop. So Matt, take us back to your humble beginnings, though. You hail from the Midwest, like myself. I am from Chicago, Illinois. You are from somewhere, Indiana. Fairmount, Indiana. Fairmount, Indiana. Shout out Fairmount. What was Fairmount. it like? What's Indiana like? I mean, t- t- tell us. Tell the list. It's a lot of cornfields. Yes, cool. it's one gas station. It's one um, stoplight, like full stoplight. We have like one that like blinks Kinda where works. you stop and go, yeah. but oh, we have yeah, like yeah. one like full like, like red, green. yellow, green. Yeah. We yeah. have one of those, and then we have like one blinker one where it's just red. Sick. What, what? So I mean, I'm sure we all love our hometown. Hometown represent, but like it sounds like you needed to get the f out of there. Well, where did cameras come in? Yeah, well, like how there? do you how are you in like a one like one what? stop sign one stoplight town in Midwest Indiana, and then how are you now in LA, sitting amongst like some of the most elite photographers in this industry? And I don't, and I don't, us. yeah, and, and could, wait, could you point out the elite photographers? Oh no, they're, 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 exa- they're outside of Vestia. There, oh, so they're LA. having, they're yeah, having dinner downstairs. That's right. That's right. We're here. We will bring you to them after we finish recording. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Well, if you go way, way back when yeah. I was like probably like eight or nine, oh. my parents got me some like little stop motion like Lego camera that you like plug into a PC, like oh. Windows 96. That's and then, tight. And then I would like build these little things with Legos and like make little bullshit like stop motion like films. Wait, is this like real? No, this is real. This is real. This is, real. <laughs> this this is, is like OG, OG. Yeah. Wow. No yeah. shit. Yeah. So that that's where it all started. Well, my background started in video, in like motion. Mm. Okay. And then I transitioned to still photography only really when I got here or like briefly before moving to LA. Did you come to LA to do video slash motion? So, yes. So I was in like a, a semester program that was motion at a school over on like Wilshire that doesn't exist anymore. That I also didn't graduate from. So really, I don't have that much legitimacy <laughs> wow. to be here at all. What, but, what a right, 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 right. It, was, it was not AFI by any means. Um, but, uh, and then I transitioned to still from there. Yeah. What, why is that? Is it easier? Less well, I, I met fun. a couple. I, was, I would come out to LA before I moved here um, when I was, you know, like in college, right? And I would meet some friends that were doing like the film industry thing, like for real. And I was seeing how long their path was to get to the jobs they actually wanted. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like if you wanted to be a DP, you, you're, you're slinging C-stands, you're PAing, whatever. It would take years if you ever even made it to where you wanted to go. And then and photography, I was lazy. you were just like, yeah, we saw I these was jokes lazy. on the side and, over here, uh, yeah, they're making yeah. it, yeah. And, I, <laughs> and, I, and, I've, and I followed like a couple, a, a very couple amount of people on, like photographers on Instagram. And I was like, oh yeah, that's what they're doing is cool. It seems like smaller, simpler. And I was like, seeing people take, take beautiful females to the beach and somehow pay their rent. Oh, I yeah. thought, oh. I thought, you know, like Jared and like uh-huh. Jordan Green. Jared like those who? are the first who's two. Jer- I don't understand who's, who's Jared. Jared, Jer- Jared sounds, Kotchka. He sounds terrible. What's, what's his name? Yeah, what, what is this? Jaja Jared at the time. I've uh. never heard of this man, <laughs> ever. <laughs> Crazy. Anyway, continue this. <laughs> going past this fictional person you've just made up. Right. Yeah, continue. It, no, I just thought yeah. I saw more a more direct path to like income and being like a bigger piece in the wheel, I guess, compared yeah. to mm-hmm. like movies, which is like very can be a slow process. Sure. Absolutely. Okay. So I just pivoted into only photo and just started doing anything I could with well, that. It sounds like I mean you're still a storyteller and you're still telling your stories visually. It's just now that it's one frame a second instead of twenty four. Although with these burst modes on these, this new uh, R three, yeah, I can do a lot more. <laughs> But, but you're also you're doing video too. 
Well, it, right. So, I mean, I, I, you know. it's I mean, it, it's such a totally different industry because like what I do and I think what we all do is it's utility. Right. We are selling items. Right. Yeah. Compared to these people that are in Hollywood are telling stories. And like sometimes people like it. Sometimes people don't. So we'll go see it. They don't. You know, that's like a whole nother way of, you know, like income compared to what we do mm. where it's like. People can look at what we do and say, oh, you just sold out. The other day I shot a job like, oh, we sold out those hoodies the same Mm -hmm. day. Like, okay, that's like this where you work on a movie, you're looking at box office sales. You're looking at all these other like other things. Mm -hmm. I mean, but we're talking like the the highest caliber of film at that point, right? Like, I mean, you have commercial DPs, you have just like small, small ad DPs and whatnot too, right? Like, does that... Well, I mean, at the time, I came from a tiny college in Indiana, like a mm-hmm. private school in Indiana. I had no idea the scope that all of this went, right? Yeah. Like, I had like, you I mean, had no idea. when you idea. first started, you didn't understand how <laughs> large <laughs> the industry was? I didn't even know the job I have now. I didn't even know that existed. I think the industry, though, to existed. be fair, the industry has changed. So it was, it was kind of the same for a long time. And then social media and Instagram kind of come along. Oh. And it just busts everything. It changes the business model. It changes the modeling landscape. It changes. Fast fashion becomes last like, five yeah. to seven years have been like the biggest yeah. transitions I think in like everything. Yeah. Whereas exists, film has still always been movies are still movies, although yeah. TikTok is now kind of <laughs> taking away the box office more than anything. But yeah. um, when you come from like a small town, sure. which I don't know how small the town you came from is. Uh, I'm about an hour outside Chicago called Rockford, Illinois. Oh, I've heard of that. Yeah, yeah it's, it's I've like heard of that. Point four million people. So. Okay, well, my town is, <laughs> there's, there's, there's is like under three th- under three thousand people. So, <laughs> but when you're when you grow up in that environment, you have you have no idea what's out there. And, and yeah, like, I never saw like even these designer brands and like like Gucci stores, all that stuff. I had no idea oh, of this stuff. You're like, like you know what I mean? Like uh, you're not supreme. All the stuff you, that you're dripping with now. Yeah, is that right? right? It's called drip, right? right? Is it it called is called drip. Yeah, John Jay, John Jay told us it was called drip. Drip, drip, the drip. Shaus, so what made you move? Because you'd been coming out here a little bit during college. So what made you decide to make the big permanent move? And when you did make that decision, was it like, I'll give myself a year? Or were you like, I'm all in? I'm trying to think back. A lot of different things kind of like went into the whole thing. So my, I have an aunt that lives out here in like West Hollywood area. Oh, nice. Um, What'd she do? She is an assistant to an actor. Nice. Oh, cool. Um, and she's older. She's like my great aunt, I guess technically. So she's like in her seventies. Yeah, she's she, a great aunt. She's right. She's yeah. she's, she's never great. she's never there. So I would always like fly out here and stay on her couch. Right. Yeah. So at one point, I put up some bullshit reel on whatever it was back in like 2013 or 14 or something. Tumblr. Something or yeah. yeah, Anyways, Uh, and some kids from New York Film Academy found it. I have no idea how. You hashtag something? I I guess I have no idea how this happened. Anyways, posted it at New York Film Academy. (laughs) Right, but so anyways, New York Film Academy has has people out here, has students out in LA, Mm -hmm. and they like hit me up and they wanted to like book me for like ten days straight as a DP at like some some terrible rate. It was like one hundred fifty a day, but at the time. But that's like, a good rate for I never was like, having ever worked. Ever ever. I was like, you know, this and is living like, on your aunt's couch. This is and like DPing on it, right? Yeah. So I wasn't even here. I was in Indiana, and I get this email like, "Hey, and I like, I'm like, okay, well, I want a deposit because I'm not going to fly out here to shoot some like, who knows? And yeah. I have like fifty dollars. Was it an erotic film? No. Okay. No. I, I'm less interested. More on that. Pic- more on that later. Pic- but, but no. Um. Anyways. And so I just reply like, yeah, if you guys can PayPal me the deposit, and then I get like, you know, six hundred bucks. I'm like. Look at, I'm like, okay, well, I guess I'm going to fly out. And I call my aunt, like, hey, can I stay on your couch? And then I come out here and end up staying for like a month. 
and shooting these films like with like a 5D Mark III and these kids probably got like hoodwinked for sure by me but that's, that's fine <laughs> we got it done that's fine and they still linked me on IMDB for this stuff and I'm like Damn. why do I have an IMDB professional page? Roger Deakins yeah. watch out professional DP but that got me out here before I moved and so you know I would still try to connect with anyone I could and I went to a thing called Cine Gear. I don't know if you guys are familiar uh, with Cinegear. No, no, no. It's, it's, it's like a film thing they have at Paramount Studios where they, they show all the new cameras from Red and like Ari. Oh, okay, and all, okay, it's, okay. Like a, it's, a, it's an event to the public, right? Yeah. I go to that and then there's a DP that gives a presentation there and I go up after. I'm like, hey, like if I can intern for you or like do anything. He's like, oh yeah, I got a what thing a next. What a go-getter. Week. You just went up to him? You were yeah, like, yeah. I was like, after the, after the thing. I love that. This is how you make it. This is how you fucking make it. This is how it. you make it, guys. Yes. Take note. You guys have been drinking too much. But <laughs> I mean, yes. But, but also, yes. Guys, but anyways, this, this leads to me helping on some shoot as like a grip or like something. And they were like shooting something for his like academy that like shows people how to shoot films, right? So I'm there helping him shoot that. And then I meet one of my buddies, Chris, Chintani? that Shintani knows. No. Um, early on, right? And then like he was my age, but he was like yeah. deep in the industry. And we just were like him and I would just bounce so many ideas off each other at an early age before I even moved oh, here. Oh, that's how your homies. So we stayed in Wait, touch. Wait, what is Chris's last name? Chris Hare. Chris Hare. Hare. Chris I always call it hair, hair like a rabbit or hair like on my head? Uh, like a rabbit. H-A-R-E? Rabbit. Well, it's no, H-E-R-R. it's H-E-R-R. Oh. But I always thought it's it was Is he German? Yes. Wow, this, yes. Is, this is good podcasting. Yes, yeah. he is. He is. He is <laughs> Continue. Yeah. Shout well, out to Chris. I think, that, <laughs> right, shout out to Chris. Hi, hi Chris. I think, uh, well, I met him and then my buddy Seth um, in the, around the same time. I met a few people. So the thing about me coming to LA was I met a few people before I moved here because when I did come here, it was a college program that I paid a lot of money to come out here. And I was thinking about like not oh. doing that because like, you know what, I have like a couple connections. I don't want to spend, you know, 20 yeah. grand on some college shit to get to LA if I already yeah. know people I can just come out here and do it myself yeah, of course I ended up still doing the college because professors in Indiana were like pushing me like oh you should just still do it I'm like, yeah because I want 20 grand yeah. that's why exactly exactly but I do it um but I've been coming out to LA quite a bit before that to like make connections and every time I come back I would get dinner with Chris and my buddy Seth who runs like a water project um he, I would come out with and get dinner with him who I'm still friends with all these people too is yeah. that what you went to uh Africa for right so, oh, sick. Dope. Like Africa, way, the country? Oh, yeah. Africa. Or I mean, continent? Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Kelly, sorry. Um, <laughs> Kelly's like, I just met this guy. He's a total idiot. <laughs> I'm sort of telling... The, 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 whole, the whole story is... I'm a little bit out of order here. Sure. But um, basically, when I was in high school, I started shooting films because I was into the motion thing. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I got into a couple film festivals. Um, one of them was like a bigger one in Indianapolis, the city, which is like oh, the Oh, this is the erotic stuff you're talking about. Right? Yes. Yeah, no. No, but <laughs> it was all uh, it was all documentary, right? And yeah. I, met, I met my buddy Seth now who had a freshwater project. They were giving freshwater to people overseas, right? And he said, oh, mm-hmm. I'm having this gala in a couple of months in LA at the Beverly Hilton where they like have celebrities together like and to raise money for yeah. the project, right? It's like a nonprofit. And uh so I was like, told my mom, I was like, look, I got to go to this because yeah. I need to, you know, so I fly out there, meet more people. And then it's just like one of those other trips to LA that I like kind of started my roots in LA and then met Chris in the movie stuff. And then eventually just like decided to do the college thing. And I was out here for, you know, a solid four months, met people at college. And then we all split bedrooms in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. 
and moved out here like that because we didn't have any money. I, I love this story. It's so romantic. Well, I'm you so know, trying like, to find so the part like... where he takes all of that and goes, and now I'm going to do stills. <laughs> but it's yeah, so yeah. cool. Okay. It's like, it's yeah, like totally, you come totally from a, one, a one-stoplight town and you just have a dream and you have a goals and you just like make it happen. You don't wait for it to come to you. You're flying all over. You're go, you're initiating. You're going up to people. You're introducing yourself. That is great though that like your college it's, actually it's had a program though right. for you to come out for that because I feel like a lot of colleges don't. I feel like a lot of colleges and universities and even like private institutes they don't really like push for you to be in the mm-hmm. like the actual workforce. It's a lot of like oh this is kind of technically how you do it and then it's more of like building your own brand kind of going into it but not necessarily like you should go and meet people. Like, well, let me right, ask you a question, you know. Matt. Like now, in 2022 and beyond, now that this is the way the country and state of the union is now, with social media, with the way everything's connected, with like you know YouTube and social media breaking open the world, so you know people who li- who live in one stoplight towns can still see now. They're exposed to it if they have a cell phone connection uh, signal. Like, do you think a college is the way to go structurally um, to spend 20k to kind of do these things, or can someone just get on a plane? And say, hey, uh, you know, and DM, start DMing people. Like, like, how important truly was that college structure for you to do what you want to do today, or was it really? Because it sounds like it was really you. It was like your drive. Was that because you had the support of a, of a college program behind you and the security, or how do you think that would? I guess my my question is, is like, who's the kid listening now? Who's the fifteen year old kid listening now? Would you give and tell him the same advice? That's that's there's a lot to unpack there. Sure. Um, <laughs> I was like, damn. We bro. were just that's a question. <laughs> we were just talking about this uh, with some homies in New York. Actually, the guy that I moved out here with that was in my college. We were talking about this, but when when like there's no billboards in my mm-hmm. town. There's no like like they wouldn't be listening to this because they wouldn't even know how to like discover this. Yeah. yeah. Like, what's a podcast? You don't know yeah. what self service is. You yeah. don't know what Gucci is. I'm serious. I didn't even know what no, a lot yeah, of these yeah, brands yeah, yeah. were because there's no stores, and my parents didn't yeah. have the money to shop or know even what that was. And how many times have you seen a Gucci ad actually on TV? I haven't. I haven't seen it on on like an actual commercial. We see it on YouTube and yeah. Instagram. Like, like yeah. occasionally you'll see like a Chanel like perfume yeah. ad. I but, honestly yeah. see more of those but, at the airport. At, at right. LA. Exactly. Well, exactly. Exactly. LAX exactly. More than anywhere else. I mean, just general demographics of yeah. actual television, though, it right, doesn't sure. fit into oh, that not range. Full That's why it goes towards travel, see, like right. people who are traveling because right. you can afford to travel because you can afford exactly. brand. But exactly. Exactly. Everything else kind of like slides within that, like perfumes and whatnot. Right. Yeah. yeah totally. But um, like I mean, I. This is kind of a sidebar, but like even in my building, which I live in kind of like a building with some artists in it, some guy that lived downstairs who moved into my old unit actually is an artist from Ohio. And he lived in Ohio till he was like 30 something. And his art is insane. And the thing yeah. that blows my mind is how talented he is. And like, how did you get inspired in Ohio? Like not looking at like other things, but then that's what, that's what being an artist is, is that like he created that in his mind. I didn't need to see maybe what I needed to see to get to where I am. I didn't mm-hmm. see like, this is the quality I need to achieve. Yeah. Right. And like when I was in Indiana, I didn't see that kind of quality. So I didn't even know what was out there until I started coming out here and seeing mm-hmm. the next step. Yeah. But I mean, to answer your question, I, I don't think college is needed if people are really like, you know, like self-started, you yeah. know, if they're really like self-starters and they're go-getters. There's enough, in, there's enough, there's enough social instruments or there's tools too now. many people, yeah. unfortunately. And I see this a lot with like, cause my sister's younger and some of her friends and other people of that age, they think that college is going to give them like a pass to a good job or like, Oh, I went to college. Mm. I don't need to do, th- I went to college or like, Oh, yeah. I went to, yeah. you know, where I 
knew from the beginning that I was like, yo, I'm in a school. Hopefully no one's listening to this. That with a bunch <laughs> of people. Us, no one is actually listening to this. Right. Don't worry. Yeah. I went to a school where I knew the films were trash. Yeah. Just I just knew they were. And I was like, you know, me being the best in this classroom, I will still be unsuccessful. I knew that very early on. Yeah. I'd fly out and then like my buddy Chris would show me like, yo, I just like worked on this Cheetos commercial with like Tony Stewart or something and all this stuff. And I was like, this is insane. And then from that point on, it was just more and more of like reaching out to people that showed me something much bigger than I could even see mm. in Indiana. Which is yeah. huge. Because, I, yeah, I think – but I think overall in the industry, especially when you're coming in fresh, that's like the the most uh, – I feel like that's like the most common uh, mindset to have. Where like even for me or I don't know if it was the same for you, but like when I first came into it, it was like the Model Mayhem days. And like we, you know, we we would sit in our studios talking shit, looking at like these huge campaigns that were done by like Mario Sorrenti or like Martin Marcus Marcus and, and, you know, Alan Unsworth and all these other people. And we were like, well, we could do this. What makes that so hard? Yeah. This is so silly that this is so praised upon. And then I went to go into assisting with commercial photographer and I was like, mm-hmm. oh wait, no, we had no idea yeah. what we were dealing with, like at all. There's so, um, it's so much bigger and so much more complicated than, yeah. even, it has nothing to do with photography probably as right. well. I would say majority of it doesn't, but that's yeah, the thing, right. is like you're yeah. getting exposed to these like huge, these huge projects all of a sudden. And I think that's the best thing that like, even with new people coming in, I'm like, just get exposed to big projects. Like at yeah. some point, if you can. Yeah, like expose yourself in public yeah. to these projects. <laughs> right. And it's but it's also like it's it's a mindset you have to have that you're not the best. Yeah. Like early on. Like I, I see this even with like assistants now mm-hmm. and like and like younger people that I'll I'll chat with about like what do you want to do? Like you can tell when people have too much confidence in their work way too early. Yeah. And oh, it's 100%, like they can't yeah. take a critique or they can't. It's yeah. like I was so open. I was just grasping for knowledge. It's like, yeah. what do you think? Like, I mean, I haven't hit you guys up still all the time. Like, yo, what do you think I should do about this? Yeah. Like, yeah. what do you how do you do this? I'm always been like looking for knowledge and appreciating the opinions of people that have been doing it longer than me. Yeah. And not everyone does that. And I think that stunts a lot of people's growth. Yeah. It's ego and it's insecurity. And it's like, well, if I ask someone this, then they'll view me as inferior or not as educated or not as advanced. It's like, dude, that's all right. you. Like, no one, right. no one cares. No, one cares. Right. no one's right. thinking right. that. Yeah. And the thing is, you guys Most know enough are, yeah. to know when someone's not legit. So well, there's well, no Shatani, reason to try to fake knows it. A lot. I never know anything. <laughs> right. I, I know very little. I exist. It's but fine. I just had a whole talk <laughs> with, the, with, uh, with an assistant that works with me all the time, too. Like, on his website, it shows, like, Urban Outfitters, Dickies, mm-hmm. all this stuff. I'm like, yeah, did they pay you for this? No, oh, no, she just put a shirt on. I was like, all right, well, anyone that actually books jobs for those clients is going to know this is bullshit. So yeah. you probably should take that name off your website yeah. Yeah. because that's only going to look phony to yeah. people. Yeah. Any creative director that, that works with Dickies yeah. knows you didn't shoot for Dickies. Take it off your site. Yeah. So uh, how does this journey out here, uh, your, your humble beginnings, how does this all culminate with meeting uh, one Jared Thomas, Jared Kacha, <laughs> Jaja Jared, the one who would go on to introduce you to the rest of us. How does how does how do you guys uh, pass cross? This is a funny story, but I probably started following him roughly circa January like 2015, maybe give okay. or take. Okay? Yeah, sure. And he was on some flight and posted on his story. He's like something about like ask me questions, and I just like hit him. I was like, hey, like, would you ever like take on like an intern or anything like that? And this nice. was and this See, was. Hungry, I love it. I probably, love this. This was like six months before I, I like knew I was coming out to LA for school. Part of the program is 
it's two days of schooling and it's three days of an internship that you have to find for yourself yeah. out here. Oh. So I'm looking for so internships. So makes you look for it. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's right. right. Yeah. So you go to school for two days and they do your school stuff, like class, like shooting, cinematography, whatever. And then you do your internship. Mm-hmm. I, was, I was hitting up everyone I knew for internships. Then I hit up Jared once. He replied once. And then I followed up approximately 17 times. And I was like, hey, can I meet with you? Can yeah. I meet with you? At the same time, I'm hitting up my buddy Chris. I'm like, yo, anything you're shooting, I will literally hold a coffee. Let me know how I can get on your set. And then he was shooting stuff. So I would go every weekend. I'd be I'd be working with Chris mm-hmm. on whatever he was working on. And Chris is very legit now. I can't do that now. But back then, <laughs> back then, he was working on like short films and, mm. and doing other stuff that I could yeah. really get in there. But I mean, he, we were still, I was learning so much. It was insane. Like I was learning like just digital slates, all this stuff yeah. I've never seen before. It was all so new. Yeah. But anyways, and then I kept following up with Jared every, every day. I'm like, hey man, I know you're busy. Can I just come in for a meeting? He finally replies. He's like, yeah, come to the studio this day. I get there almost late. I illegally park my car. Nice. I come in there and I'm talking to him and then it's going well and I'm feeling good. I'm like, dude, look, I'm going to be honest. My car is parked illegally. I don't got money to get it out if it gets towed. Can I just like skate? He's like, no. And he's like, oh yeah, go, go. (laughs) Um. Hey, Shintani. What's up? Did you hear the one about how the photographer died? It made me shudder. Oh. Hey, Shintani, did you hear about the guy who stole all the photos? I think he was framed. <laughs> Listener, you understand what I have to deal with, right? And you love it. And I love you. But the only thing we could love more is our listeners spreading the word about I Shoot LA. That was a terrible segue. But yeah, if you're enjoying the podcast, a great way you can help support us is by telling a friend. And even if they're not a friend and just like, you know, like some random person you're working with on set that day. Lucas and his terrible humor would be a conversation starter, to say the least. So if you can please help out the show by telling a friend about I Shoot LA, it would really mean a lot to us. Okay, back to the show. That's pretty solid. Let's do it one more time. Yeah. I mean, at the, at the end of the day, my, like, my whole path has been because I met people that took me in like a brother or like a son. And, and without any of those people, where I'm, where I'm at now would be so very brother different. Brother or a son? Chris. Took me in like a brother. Jared took me in like a son. Jared, I would go home with his credit card at night accidentally yeah. and, and, and all this stuff. He is our son. He is our son I'm, in a way. Oh, yeah, I yeah. am your son. There you go. I remember Jared actually uh, <laughs> made, because uh, he put it on a story or a video, he uh, had some leggings made with your yes. with your face on them and had a girl, or sorry, one of the models on a job you guys are at, uh, come down. Wait, are right, these for we, sale? Yeah, I would like how some. much money you got? Because I got a couple. But. <laughs> Listen, they're oh. limited edition. Give me one of those. Give me one of those NFTs. I'll pay the hire. Right. Give me an NFT. We'll call it. Call so, it so working with because you because that's how we all met you is kind of like Jared. I uh, was starting to bring around this uh, this Midwestern mm-hmm. uh, kid, red hair kid from um, you know from Indiana. Um, like what? Uh, at what point did you feel like you were Jared? Had kind of like indoctrinated you into the kind of the industry and when did you start feeling confidence that you could really start to branch off on your own and really make your own way it's funny that we're doing this now because i've had time enough away from that that i can i, I can i can speak about it in a, in a different way but um <laughs> i was nervous as fuck jared oh man i was so nervous he was yeah? gonna, he was gonna fire me like Jer- jared was like jared's Aww, a sweetheart i know he's like I, he's yeah a well when you show man. up working for him every day Wow. There's, oh wow. man, I was terrified. Jared, huh? I was terrified. And I was, I mean, I was, it was just like. Cracking the whip. Good work, good work, Jared. I was, I was, 
he he was always like treated me well because when I was interning, it was a free internship. But whenever like I would assist him on set, he would pay me and. You have no idea. I would flake on class for anything. He'd be oh, like, yeah. what's up, man? I got to shoot tomorrow. Is there any way you can get out of class? I'd be like, dude, kick me 50 bucks and I'm there. I was like, this was <laughs> Wait, like. what? I'm dead serious. I, I love that he took care of you. I'm dead serious. I'm dead serious. I love that he like, took care of you. That's any really Any amount awesome. of money I would show up for. Because yeah. I also just like. He took care of him. Are you kidding? Mm-hmm. We're charging $50 for assistance now. Yeah, done. This <laughs> yeah. is our life. Don't tell any Thank of mine. Thank you, <laughs> Anyways, yeah, but I was it was never a comfortable position. I was always like I knew I was like out of my league in terms of what I was doing. I was always like like he took me to New York for a job when he definitely shouldn't have. He would say that if he was here. He'd be like, that was a mistake. <laughs> Him, the thing, a hundred percent. I had it there. That. I don't know why. It's fine. The no thing me. is, it was a it was a very like time that will honestly, and me and him joke about this now, like it will never be replicated because he yeah. was new to having an assistant. He didn't know mm-hmm. how it worked. He trusted me with way more than he should have. I didn't know what I was- But you didn't was, let him down though. I didn't know what I was doing. I, no, I did let him down. Not, oh, well, apparently like, in New York you let like, him down. Like <laughs> I would, he would, some, like one day he's like, he's like a new brand like emailed him and he's like, you just do the quote. Whatever you think I should get, you do the quote. Whoa. I quoted way too high and he's like, brother, why the hell did you quote that? They don't got any stores. They're like a tiny Australian company. And I was like, wait, well, I was trying to get yes. you paid. No, they didn't. Uh, no, they didn't. And that was it. And that was it. But, you know, anyways. He, it, a, because if they said yes, uh, I mean, then the whole tone would have shifted. I, I, did, I, do have a yeah. win, I do have a win for Jared I can speak about. But, um, but because I would, I would email for him and all, and all this stuff. And one of the clients he still has, um, a, a big Canadian client. But um, Oh, I know who that is. Oh, yeah. Good work. That was you? Right. Uh, so I cold emailed them and then I got I got them to like I followed up with them and then started chatting with them and then I locked it and then I went to New York with him for that one. Um, wow. Still shouldn't have been there for that, no, but I still emailed. So <laughs> he still has them. But um, he does still have them. But um, I, yeah. Anyways, it was never it was never working with Jared was never easy for me. It was like it, not in like a bad way. It was just like I was just growing so yeah. much. I was yeah. trying to you, all this you, stuff was new to me. It I was trying like, to figure out all this. It sounds like you put that. It wasn't easy for you in that you put that pressure on yourself. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was knew I was jumping great. in the pool and I was like I have no idea how to do all yeah. this yeah. stuff. But you and but uh, you sink or swim and you certainly the, swam, buddy. Jumping forward, when was the to, re, to reiterate the question? When was uh, when was the time that you felt like I'm no longer an intern? I'm or no longer an assistant. I'm my own photographer. Like, what was that distinct like like milestone for you? The main point when I felt like Jared like like believed in me, I guess, if you will, um, based off all my mistakes previously, which was a lot because I was new and all this stuff. But was when he actually he moved to New York. Yeah, and he sent a bunch of agency emails just just for testing because it's it's hard like it was hard for me to get model agencies to test with me. I would email really? a lot and really? try to I figure that, that out. Really, huh. interesting. Okay, okay. Maybe my work wasn't there. Maybe the models weren't there because they weren't models. They were just like anyone. I, I would just DM every night. Yeah, oh, hundred people because to try to shoot anybody. I could yeah, just like, cool. You never asked uh, Shantani um, Artish to shoot. I do nudes. You know? Yeah. Okay, yeah, fine. I do okay. tasteful nudes, but cool. Anyway, go on. Yeah, Jared, so Jared sent all these emails and leave me like, hey, like Matt's a cool guy to like, you know, like new and Willamine and all these people. And and like that was like really showed me like, you know, for him to put his name out there for yeah. me, like showed a level oh, of like that's trust. So sweet. That's sweet. Yeah. Jared, you're a sweetheart. Oh. There you go. Aww. Right, right. Exactly. So, but that was like the main. Yeah. And it's funny because I never felt like that confident. I never felt like that great and about then, myself working for Jared because he, I mean, 
even now, look at Jared. He's had so much success. Like he's, he's yeah. he knows his shit. Yeah, and he's, you, and he's not like, gonna like pass God. off. He's not gonna say something is good if, if it's not. Yeah, right. But, but you're and, saying that in the same time where it's like, well, what? I mean, you you have you have a great you have one great client that you shoot constantly. Uh, set. Can we say the name? I yeah, guess sure, set sure. active, right? Like, yeah. Crushing was set active. I'm like, you shot Karushi. Like, mm. I think that's how you say her name. <laughs> Um, I mean, like you're 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 shooting fire, dude. Yeah, I and mean, look at you now. Look at you. Look at you fly. Your wings have. Uh, exp- I don't know. You're meta- on our metaphor. podcast. Yeah, you're on our podcast. You're big enough to have us and <laughs> invite you onto the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> listener, uh, you can't uh, under, you uh, can't see Matt's expression right now, <laughs> but it's kind of like I traveled here what? long and far. <laughs> you idiots! <laughs> you traveled like the olden days by yeah. foot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And I don't want to harp on this this Jared time too much, but the thing he instilled in me was that he always wanted more. He always looked bigger. And that's the same with me. You know, I, I like have my times when I'm working really hard and I have my times when I'm a little bit lazy in terms of like personally, like, the, you know, sure, you're shooting jobs, but you're not actually elevating. This guy to this day, I just saw him like three days ago or something. He, his motivation is insane. He's always on to the next thing. How yeah. do I get better? How do I evolve? And that's, and that's been instilled in me. Which and, is great, but like the, even, but the, you know. that you have to have that. I think in the industry, no matter what, like if you're totally. trying to make it in general, if you ever get complacent with where you're at, mm-hmm. you're gonna drown because that water elevates way higher and faster than anyone could ever imagine. Right. Like, you know, the, there, there's this idea where I always tell people, I'm like, if you want to make it as a photographer, you always need to be improving. Like that's all it is. There's never a point where you should be satisfied with your work because quite frankly, the work's gonna pass you at some point, yeah. always. And well, even if you are satisfied, like a month later, like the, the trends shift, like it's just, of course. You, like you're only yeah. as good as your last shoot. In a, in a way, maybe not, maybe it's a little unfair to say, but like, but I think also you for can't bra- rest on your laurels. Yeah, for also for brands and fashion. I, don't, I mean, I don't know if you guys see it in the same aspect, but like, I, fashion changes so quickly, constantly right. that yeah. if you're not trying yeah, to keep up with again everything, yeah. it is. Yeah. But it's like, but it's the '90s, but elevated in like mm-hmm. a completely different level now. Where all of a sudden now you have like 3D cameras going off too. Mm-hmm. You have cinemagraphs. You have uh, different just digital assets yeah. that are going in with mixed media. And if nothing else, video is now standard. Like whether or not you're the one doing it or they're bringing right. it on somebody else. Yeah. Like it's it, t- social media, TikToks and or video is like that That comes standard. That's why, yeah. I, that's why I taught myself over, over pandemic video and Premiere is because I was sick of like referring other people to the job. It's only social media stuff. It's, I'm not trying to be like, you know, but, uh, I mean, Chris Nolan, but yeah, yeah, yeah. it's, it's yeah. absolutely necessary. So, I mean, I don't, I don't even think it's it's no coincidence that like we are all friends and that we have that group of because there's a lot of people that we know as acquaintances that don't really take their work as seriously or don't evolve. Yeah, yeah. And and they're not sitting at this table. You know, yeah. I'm not gonna like get in and name dropping. No, all we that, should but, we should shit talk but, everybody. But okay. no, but next it's, week on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, exactly, 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 exactly. No, but yeah, I mean, like I think I think your drive and motivation also like definitely project you into a certain realm of like who your environment is yeah Mm -hmm. you know so like if you aren't if you aren't the one asking for work if you aren't the one asking for and and it seems like it's like it seems like a hindrance but it's not right it's like oh i don't want to bother you but i'm gonna bother you yeah because I need this, I want this. Like this is something for my future. And yeah, I, think I, I just, I just love, I just, I mean, like I, Matt, I know you're like a decade plus younger than me, but I, like, and I said this with John Jay, who's about, who's, who's around your same age bracket, which is like, I do not see this level of drive and commitment and like going after what you want 
actively as much in your generation and even younger than mm. so like you guys are an, an example in today's of this. day yeah because yeah. it's just like guys or kids listening out there um like it's just nothing no one's gonna come to you you're not gonna get discovered no one's gonna like be swiping along and be like oh, who is this and then next year you're gonna be uh you know billboards in New York, okay? Like you have to claw and fight, especially now when everyone's a photographer, when everyone is a photographer in 2022, you have to claw and fight for every inch. And this will be the rest of your life. This is what you're signing up for. Good news, it's a lot of fun. Like, well, because to be yeah, real too, even when you were like, a lot with, of fun. with you and Jared, like how many times you kept DMing him? Yeah, right. He saw everyone. I'm, I'm guaranteeing I'm he yeah, saw I everyone, right? Like, yeah, I mean, you know, because like we get them too, right? Like, it's yeah. like, like we right. see them and I'm like, all right, cool. And then you forget. Obviously, yeah. time passes and like we just forget. And yeah. that's why I'm always like, yeah, yeah like people are like, sh- like, you know, should I keep asking to get on set with you? And I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, as much as humanly possible because I literally right. click it and then it shows that it's red and I forget. And then I yeah. just, I go on with my day. Like, I, I, you know, if I'm not at my computer, and not readily available to answer this right now, I'm gonna forget. That's just how that works. Hey Shantani, you know what my favorite number is? If you say 69, I swear to God. No, it's five. And you know what best comes in fives? (laughs) Your mom. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) It's five. And you know what best comes in fives? Stars, as in rating us five stars on either Apple Podcasts or Spotify. I feel like there was a more efficient way to do the spot. I couldn't think of any. Yeah, that's obvious. <laughs> Crew, a great way to help the almighty algorithm so more people discover the podcast is to rate our show five stars on either Apple or Spotify. And if you're an Apple listener, a way to show even more love is to leave a comment on the show's page, even if it's just about Shintani. Only comments about Shintani, please. The way it should be. Crew, thanks in advance for helping the show grow. We really appreciate you. Okay, now back to the show. Fantastic. More but, white claws. But, yeah, more white claws. But for now, I think it's time for Chantani's favorite segment. Questions Corner. Questions Corner. Questions is with a K, everybody. It says, is paid, in quotes. I hope my lack of fingers doesn't prevent the perception of my air quotes. Is paid model testing a dead concept? Meaning, like, making, like, a little bit of a living slash shooting models. No. Wait, is, is it, is it, so it is a dead concept? No, 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 no. I think it's still fully live and running. Like, you, you think you can like, sustain living in Los Angeles on just paid model testing alone? I don't know about L.A., but you can, <laughs> you, I, I know, I, I, from, I can make money off doing it. Yeah. But I, I don't know. Our so guest which, could you make a full-time living? He looks very confused at I'm, this right I'm, now. I mean, I'm not, so I've never been good at that. I've never been like a consistent model tester because I like to Same. mix it up every single Same. time I shoot. And so I've personally stopped replying to all DMs and emails with that oh, because I've just realized that's just not me. Yeah. And unless you really need the money, which I get that, yeah. I think you maybe could do it. But yeah. there's a level of people that do paid model tests they want to work with a photographer they think is working. So there's like yeah. an irony yeah. in paid model testing because if you're only a paid model tester, you probably won't get as many tests. You know what I mean? Opportunities, well, so, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yes, but and that's the thing is like that's why I'm like Unless, New, New York. I know there's like tons of them still. Like New York yeah. thrives in that because they embody. Not to say LA is not, but they they truly embody models as yeah. like the fashion industry goes. Yeah. Um, when you look at how they shoot and how clients book, it's very model forward and not and very fashion forward mm-hmm. and not 
uh, Instagram. Yeah. And and I think that's the biggest difference between us and well, uh, like LA and New York. But I mean, some photographers that we all know are very like their style is very um, like this is what you're gonna get. Mm-hmm. I, I've I personally just haven't. Yeah, came up like that. Yeah. I like mixing things up and and keeping it interesting. Yeah, and like I treat testing as like well with that. as like experiments. Like, oh, I exactly. want to go. I want to try mm-hmm. this new location, and that's how it was. In the but beginning. if you do, but if you're doing paid tests, I mean, like they're they're looking for a very specific look. Yeah, right? that's and, why I get and, confused when people ask me about that. Yeah, like, well, what do you think I'm gonna do? Yeah, my my my. You don't even know what I'm gonna do. My experience <laughs> with that tests, right? But specifically, it's like, <laughs> was um, it was after my kind of like Alexis Ren like bubble. <laughs> or, or that was my, yeah, my, yeah. my Alexis Ren peak is like oh. when she became famous, and you know I was kind of associated with those photos of you know of of her like kind of like kind of getting in, on the world's radar, like. That was the most. That was like my like my peak of like re- testing requests, and it's like I can't because I thought I could replicate that. Like like I could sure I could, we could go into my at the time lofts pool on the rooftop, and then my hallway, which was my white wall, and we could shoot that. But you're not gonna look like her. There was something like that. That how right. she captured the zeitgeist or got into the zeitgeist that has nothing to do really with me it was just timing like yeah i pressed the shutter and they're fine pictures but they're nothing like super special it was just that was the time so if like i can take a picture of you and it, it'll look exactly the same but you're not it's not going to do for your career what a jumpstart like what for what it did for her so mm-hmm. to me it was just kind of like i don't know what to do with this like like sure i, I can shoot you against like a window or you know but I'm not going to be able to make you famous. Yeah, that goes back to what I was saying: is that yeah. people want to model test with photographers that are already have some kind of hype. That's the yeah. irony in it. If you're an upcoming photographer, it's going to be hard to make a living off model testing. People want to work with like, oh, he shoots this brand. Maybe you yeah. know what I mean. Like people well, want to be associated yeah. with well, that. Well, I I also don't think as an upcoming photographer though you're going to get that much paid testing. Right. Yeah. That's Especially what I'm in 2022. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. Not, not today. I mean, yeah. it was already hard enough in like the late, like the early 2000s, like 2010s. Yeah. Like it's not, or the late 2000s. Like it's not, it's not any easier, but yeah, I agree with the same thing. Like I feel like a lot of people, you establish know, self, you're, you know, you establish Well, they want your clients first. to see exactly. your test. Like right. they, they're hoping right. that you're going to repost right. the test in terms that your clients are going to be like, oh, this is a potential next model that I can book for a job. Or you've put, been putting in, yes, exactly. We're on the same page with that. But yeah. Or you've been testing top tier models, even if you're not working and not booking mm-hmm. jobs, and they want to be associated with like the top tier models. Yeah. And that's, yeah. you know, because... Well, but I that's can think also of some that, people yeah, off the top but, of my head yeah. that are, are that. I'm not going to like name. But that, I also, but I also think there is like a there is a strategy to that though, right? Like where right. it's like because for me at least when I first started, it was like test everything, right? So I tested the entire Alley Models board, like the entire yeah. board yeah. of new faces and Alley M2 and everyone else. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, can I please shoot some working girls? Okay, like, like please the shoot big the booth. girls, right? <laughs> yeah. And they're like. Okay, we'll give you three or four. Yeah, like yeah. We'll, we'll give yeah. you those, right? And then those those faces build your book yeah, exactly. in a significant form more than you could ever really even like yeah. compensate on pay mm-hmm. at that yeah. point, right? And so that's what I kind of looked at. But yeah, what's the the famous quote? I think I've said this before in interviews, but uh, the the famous quote is like uh, a picture of Kate Moss against a you know white wall with natural light will do so much better for your career than. What, however many thousands of dollars you pour into some spec test with, you know, yeah. granted she's a wonderful person, but some, you know, regular women's board model, you know, it's yeah. like, mm-hmm. so it all, it all kind of like, 
counts. Uh, but to answer the listener's question, I don't know. In 2022, can you make a consistent living year in, year out, just model testing? Hey, man, like if or woman. Yes, like, but you're already established. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yes, but you don't need to. That's yeah, the irony. If you're already established, like you're doing that, clients. Right. Yeah. The people that would be able to don't need to. Yeah. That's the irony, I think, in yeah. the question. Yeah. So I would I would treat model test as beer money, as as, exactly. as bill money. Exactly. Like, hey, I, I have an extra right. thousand this month. Right. I can, you know, pay off uh, my Spotify and my Netflix and my YouTube red. But also uh, the profit margin. Yeah. Like, I don't know about you guys, but for me, isn't even close. So you go uh, shoot a job, you can make way more money for okay. way less work compared to shooting a model On test. a job, yes. But, saying, but you could also, you could, you could always do multiple in a day. But that sounds like, like too much that's work. so much work. And you're doing what? All like, that talking? You're doing Ugh. eight, nine retouches, maybe more per, it's just like. Uh, I guess. I don't yeah. know what you guys are charging for paid model testing. It's never really been I, worth I charge $4,500 uh, a person. So. $4,500 a person. Yeah. All right, well, then you should probably well, run I'm at like I'm, 27K. Yeah. So. <laughs> 27K. There you go. I'm not a 27K, so I guess you guys should just keep on it. Okay, I guess dinner's on us again now. It is on. <laughs> yeah, let's go to Bestia. Yeah, let's go to Cheers. Bestia. All right, next question. Um, the question is, what would be the most important piece of advice you could give to someone looking to start their career in fashion photography in Los Angeles in 2022. Match house. Match house. That's, wow. that's a good question. <laughs> uh, to, to start, I think it's 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 look at look at brands and with your photos, what are you selling? Yeah, that's that's what was always told to me from from a young age is what are you selling? Jared, Jared was like, what are you selling? And also shoot. For everything you shoot, shoot options in frame. Always shoot a full body. Yeah. Always shoot. Like, I just yelled mm-hmm. at my assistant today all day about this in the truck on the way home, which I'm sure he loved that. But full body. He's a he <laughs> loves his portraits, and I'm like, you're not going to be Dean Martindale, so chill out and back it up a little bit there, brother. Yeah. yeah. And anyways, I, so that I guess that's that's yeah. like look at what people are doing to sell clothes, like other brands that are established, and also Sorry, just, I just like picture you in your truck going full body. <laughs> you have no idea. It's basically that. Yeah. It's basically that. I'm like, look, brother, you're a great guy. You do great work for me. But if you want to book jobs and not be in this truck anymore, back yeah. it up. Yeah. Full just body. Back yeah. it up. Guys, just uh, back uh, it up. Fashion is couple steps back. Fashion is clothing, right. and clothing is full body. When <laughs> is the last time you guys shot a job that you didn't take a full body image that wasn't beauty? Yeah. If ever. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh that well, I actually great. just had this conversation with Bram, and I was telling him I was like, you know, for for brands when I shoot right. in general, right? If if you get like leniency, because like just with the experience within e-commerce and everything else, once you start seeing the aspect of like when they're like, we want a banner shot, so like yeah. you got to go wide horizontal, yeah. and then we want an email shot, so we need some upper header and stuff like mm-hmm. this, right? Like so you see all these different like methods that they do, but I was like, but obviously like we want to shoot like our stuff right? right like the fun things that excite us so it's like all right we're gonna shoot close-up like portraits with maybe a couple like half body three quarters and i was like so what i like to do is i always go in i'm like i shoot a little three quarter i'm like get a little little mood little vibe going mm-hmm. you're like all right here's here's how we're setting this get in tight get that one portrait and the second they call it because your client's always going to be like hey got that you're right like, all right cool let's step back Yep, full body. The yeah. rest of it, yeah. Because yeah. you're like, that's what they need. I, lo- I, I love that your assistant's kind of going through this phase right now because that was absolutely me in the beginning. Because like, <laughs> he not- only shot eyeballs. Yeah, exactly. Eyeballs. I love my macro, but like, no, because faces are easy. It's easy. What like, because like, mo- especially it depends on who you book, but you know, casting's everything. 
if you cast a good face, the right. work's done for you. Like totally. portraits, especially in fashion, you're not you don't have to get like super arty. It's really easy. So a lot of the heavy lifting's done by the by before you even uh, you know press the button because of, of who you cast. What's hard is backing out and making a composition. Interesting. Yeah, balancing balancing the frame right. or, or, or yeah or, or if nothing else. Interesting, different. That's the challenge. Well, I mean, so when when me and Jared used to go through photos, he would only go through the full card, no edits. He would want to see every single frame because like the only way I can see what you're doing is if I see every single frame that you click. Yeah. So we put it on the TV. We'd be drinking, we're drinking tequila. We'd be just getting fucked up, and he would just be yelling like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> no, that's and, the best. And then the main thing he said is that like when I was first moved out here, I like. You know, you read all these blogs and it's like, oh, like prime lenses are sharper. They're sharper. Oh, They're God. Sharper. So I'm over here on an 85, this and that. Shoot Rather a 50. Photographers. And he's like, dude, stop using prime lenses. Shoot a 24-105 or 24-70. At the time, I didn't have a 24-70. I had 24-105. He's like, go try that. Yeah. And back it up and zoom it in and back it up. And, and, and mm-hmm. like these are boring. These are all the same compositionally. Move your feet or move your zoom lens. Mm-hmm. And that, that really helped me a lot. And I think about that still. That's like really inspired yeah. how I shoot. It's like coverage. Cover everything. Yeah. Full. Close. Yeah. All, like, it's like, like, why it's, not? Yeah. It takes two seconds to just rip the zoom. Go in a little closer. It, it isn't, it's not like yeah. a long amount of time. I would say think of it as you're shooting a film. If you're right. shooting a scene, uh, like a full scene, like a five-minute scene in a movie, you wouldn't have one wide shot unless you're mm-hmm. Paul Thomas Anderson. Which, if, if you're Paul Thomas Anderson, then you don't have to worry about things. You can do what you want. But like, you, you have to get close-ups. You've got to get you know like reaction shots and whatever. You like so treat treat your lookbook the same way. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shintani advice. Photographers 2022 in Los Angeles getting their start. Go. Good luck. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Work in a, Pil- a Pilates studio. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Luke, What's up, Carrie? Go. If you still want to hire me, I'm right here. <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll throw in my two cents real quick, which is just reiterating everything that Matt Schaus did 10 years ago. It, it, it's, it's timeless advice. You have to be the one who hustles. Nothing's going to be given to you. Nothing's going. You're not going to be discovered. Like you have to do the footwork because no one's going to care about you except for you. And so you have to make other people care. How do you do that? Networking, networking, DM, introduce yourself. Everything Matt said for the last 45 minutes. That advice is yeah. timeless. Whether this is 2032, 42, 52, I'll be dead in 2052. So hopefully this lives on forever. And I would also say, just to add on to that, even that is anything industry as far as like events go i'm like that's like go just go yeah. to them like i don't Definitely. It, i don't care how introverted you are how much how hungover you are how fucked up you are already going into it just go we should have an i shoot la event yes yeah granted yes. it's just gonna be shouts kelly out. jamie summer <laughs> tight yeah it's poker it's basically poker night if, right. if ben isn't too busy perhaps he would also come as well right. Right. he'll cool. drink a lacroix he'll chill and drink yeah, a lacroix cool, he's cool. pretty busy yeah thanks busy ben. guy <laughs> hope you're winning your games ben hope you're winning your games yeah yeah all right, guys, we are going to have Matt Schaus back sooner than later for our new bonus episodes, which are going to be dropping randomly. The Schaus special. Yeah, the Schaus special. <laughs> but they will be, they're going to be uh, roundtable episodes where we just invite uh, people in the industry and instead of a, a little bit more of a structured format, we're just going to like pop some you know White Claws and pour some tequila and just talk shit the entire Real time. Life. So look forward to that. Matt, you live right down the street, just like Alex Stone. So we will <laughs> see you sooner than later. But until then... This is Lucas Passmore uh, for 
my partner in crime, Christian Tani, and Matt Schaus saying, stay hot, LA. Which Shintani <laughs> still does not like that tag. You know what? It feels so, it feels, it still feels too uh, uh, Anchorman-y. Fine, I don't know. Fair, it, fine. It is Anchorman-y. That's exactly we'll, what it is. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll workshop this. Cheers, LA. Cheers, LA. Cheers. Oh, cheers? We do cheers, cheers, LA? That's not a bad one. Cheers, cheers LA. LA. Okay. <laughs>